know, we don't want people to be frightened about their pregnancy experience. We just want them to be informed and we want those around them to be informed. And we know that expecting and postpartum women uh, need to know that it's important to talk to their healthcare provider about anything that doesn't feel right. Right. And we want to really facilitate that opportunity through the Hear Her campaign and also show through this research, you know, how much of a problem this really is. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where you'll gain the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to erase the unknowns, feel in control, and have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver. My name is Liesl Teen, mom of two, practicing labor and delivery nurse, and your host. From over eight years and counting of working at the bedside, I know that knowledge is the key to an even better birth. So tune in each week to learn about all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum from me, a labor and delivery nurse that's seen it all. And now let's get into this week's episode. This week on the Mommy Liberators podcast, I am honored to have a distinguished guest, Dr. Wanda Barfield, joining us in support of the CDC's Hear Her campaign. This initiative aims to raise awareness about maternal health issues and promote respectful maternity care, all things that we stand behind at Hear Her Mommy Liberators. The CDC has recently released its 2023 Vital Signs Report, shedding light on crucial statistics and findings related to maternal care in the U.S. During our time with Dr. Barfield, we'll explore the report's insights, discuss the importance of addressing mistreatment during pregnancy and delivery, and learn how the Hear Her campaign is working to improve communication between healthcare providers and pregnant or postpartum patients. It is an episode filled with insights, information, and a shared commitment to improving maternal care. Love it, love it, love it so much. So let's get started. Hi, Dr. Barfield. Thank you so much for being here today with me. Welcome to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast. How are you doing today? Oh, wonderful. Thanks so much, Lisa, for the opportunity to join. Yeah. So before we get into today's episode, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you do, and what brings you uh, here today on the podcast? Um, So yeah, I'd be happy to tell you a little bit about myself. So I am the director of the Division of Reproductive Health for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And I'm also a neonatologist by training. So it's wonderful to hear and to talk in this podcast. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, I understand that the CDC recently released data on the 2023 Vital Signs Report, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. So can you tell me what that is and why it is super important for our listeners today to know about? Yes. So we have a recent release 
for our vital signs that talks about the experiences of women around the time of their pregnancy and delivery. Mm-hmm. And this is a really important message because it really has a chance for us to understand an important issue, and that is respectful maternity care. We know mm-hmm. that maternal mortality rates have not been improving in the United States in the last 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, despite what we all know in terms of the advancement of technology. Right. This survey was an opportunity to understand a bit more. And in this report, we noted that there were really some clear disparities in mistreatment of mothers during their maternity care. Oh, so tell me what were some of the most common types of mistreatment that were reported on that? So some of the most common types of mistreatment included things like not having their physical privacy protected Mm -hmm. or Requesting help and receiving no response. Also mm-hmm. being shouted at or scolded, you know, being threatened about withholding treatment or being made to accept unwanted treatment. So that was really concerning. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Um, I'm curious how, what was the size of like, what, how many, how many people were in this uh, report? So this was a sample of women across the United States that were asked questions about their experiences after birth. Mm -hmm. And this could be a few years after birth, but they were referred to their youngest child in this survey. Gotcha. Gotcha. And how many were there like total? The number of women is about 2,400. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's quite a bit. It's not like we're just talking about a group of 100 people. So obviously there's something to all this data. So from, you know, with all of this information, what would you say now needs to be done to kind of address it and really start to reduce the mistreatment of women during pregnancy and delivery in the hospital or just in primary care? Well, I think some of the things that we also found out in this study is that For some pregnant women, it's really difficult for them to ask questions or concerns. Mm -hmm. We know that about 45% of moms reported holding back from asking questions or sharing concerns during their pregnancy or delivery. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that we can do is we know that this is really a systems issue. Mm -hmm. And providers can really take the time to really listen to mothers' concerns and have an open conversation to make sure that issues are really addressed. And when there is good communication about these concerns between moms and providers, we know that it's more likely to um, be accurate and that the diagnosis can then be timely in terms of the prevention of life-threatening pregnancy complications. And as a complement to this, we've really utilized something called the Hear Her campaign, which is really an opportunity for providers to learn more about maternal warning signs. Yeah, and I'm excited to talk more about that because that is just fabulous. Whether you're doing a few days or a few months, I'm guessing you'd love to feel a little more in control of your birth experience. 
This is why I'm so pumped to tell you about my brand new, totally free birth prep guide. It's got over 40 pages of info and resources to help you erase the unknowns and gain that sense of control that you deserve. There's hospital bag lists and birth plans, third trimester to-dos and freezer stocking recipes, tons of info about epidurals and medicated birth and C-sections, guided meditation tracks, and so much more. Here to help you prepare for birth, no matter how you plan to deliver, head on over to mommylabornurse.com slash birth prep to grab it now, or simply click on the link in the description of this week's episode. That's mommylabornurse.com slash birth prep to access the free birth prep guide today. Did the vital signs report uncover any other key findings? So some of the other key findings were that we know again, that almost 45% of mothers reported holding back from asking questions and sharing concerns. And so the question might be, well, why is that? And what we learned was that mothers were talking about thinking or being told by friends or family that maybe what they were feeling was normal and also Mm -hmm. not wanting to make a big deal about their concerns or being embarrassed to talk about it. Yeah. And we also heard that, you know, thinking that their provider might think that they're being difficult or that their provider may actually feel like they're being rushed, that they felt like they were being rushed and also feeling confident that um, they knew what they were talking about. Yeah. And that's a horrible feeling to feel as a patient. (laughs) I mean, gosh, I don't want any of my patients to feel like they can't bring something up that is bothering them. Right. We really need to think about the opportunity for, we know that people may know their own bodies Mm -hmm. and really giving them the opportunity to express their concerns when they know something isn't quite right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Now. That's very true. But what would you say maternity care providers can do to encourage patients to ask questions, share concerns? Because I feel like it, you know, we can teach our patients, you know, how to advocate for themselves, but this is a relationship, right? So I'm sure there are, we have to educate care providers too, to provide better and more compassionate care. Yeah, there's certainly things that care providers can do and things that we can do on our end. And one is also just, recognizing our unconscious biases. Yeah, that's a big one. We all have our own biases and really being aware of that. And also, you know, what things can we also do to improve our cultural awareness for ourselves or in our clinical settings? And it's also important to um, help them understand these urgent maternal warning signs, because these signs really indicate that there may be a need to seek care right away. Yeah, definitely. Well, you mentioned the Hear Her campaign briefly before. Can you tell me a little bit more? I really want to hear everything you have to say about it because I'm very interested in it. But can you tell me a little bit more about it and how you feel it improves patient care? Oh, the Hear Her campaign is really great. I think, first of all, it's really important to note that within the campaign, 
are several stories from real women about their experiences with urgent maternal warning signs. And their primary concern was that they weren't being listened to. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, you know, and it's an important message in terms of really trying to help women to trust their bodies, trust themselves, and express the concerns that they may have, but also those loved ones around them, partners, family members who can help and support and ensure that they get the care that they need right away. But there's also messages for providers as well in terms of really trying to listen and help to identify these concerns so that we don't see what we saw in the survey. And that was people really feeling, you know, reluctant to share mm-hmm. their concerns. And we know that within the campaign, you know, health care professionals play really a critical role in eliminating preventable maternal mortality. So one of the ways is really to hear women's concern during and after pregnancy and really engage in that open conversation. We also need to make sure that they know what these warning signs are. And the Hear Her campaign has, you know, information and tools and palm cards and emojis, mm-hmm. things in many different languages mm. so that we can get those messages across. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about both of those communication and what the actual maternal, the urgent warning signs are. But first, let's talk about communication. And so what specifically would you say that the Hear Her campaign is doing to improve that communication that you just talked about between the healthcare provider and then the patient? I think one of the fundamental things that the Hear Her campaign is trying to do is to really acknowledge that pregnant women, postpartum women may actually have concerns knowing their own body mm-hmm. and how we listen more. And this isn't just a provider responsibility, we all have a role to play, whether we're loved ones, whether we're even those who see patients as they come through the door. Mm -hmm. There's really a role for everyone to be involved in thinking about this more community-wide effort to take care of pregnant and postpartum people. I was just talking about this the other day, how it makes such a difference if you provide compassionate care to your patient, because as the bedside nurse, as the doctor, as whoever, your interaction with that patient can really make or break her experience sometimes. So people think it's not as important as as it is, but it I mean, I truly believe that it is. Yes, it's so important for people to know that you care. Yeah. Yeah. This is one real opportunity to think about how we can listen better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, tell me, what are the urgent maternal warning signs? So the urgent maternal warning signs include several things. So one example is, you know, headaches that Mm -hmm. won't go away or get worse over time. Mm -hmm. Extreme swelling in the hands and face. Overwhelming tiredness. Severe nausea or throwing up. Also, some things about our thoughts, like thoughts of harming 
yourself or your baby and vaginal bleeding or discharge after pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, those are all, I mean, very important, very important things to bring up to your provider for sure. So I'm glad we're kind of like shouting it from the rooftops now because it needs to be said. All right, the sound of that heartbeat means it's time for this week's segment of Birth It Up Babies. This one says, my husband and I had our second daughter four weeks ago. I was past my due date, so we ended up going to the induction route to get her to come on out. Born at 40 weeks and six days. We have taken your national series to prepare us for both of our labor and delivery experiences. I was nervous that it would be hard to stick with natural while being on Pitocin this time around. But my husband and I, knowing the strategies taught in your course, along with an amazing L&D nurse, helped everything to go incredibly smooth. Yay! That just warms my heart. I said this previously on an episode, but, you know, I'm only one piece of the puzzle. You guys can prepare so much, but it is so important to have supportive L&D nurses because your care team really can, uh, in a lot of ways, make or break your experience. So it always just warms my heart when I hear people say my care team, my nurse, my doctor, whoever was so, so great. Keep it up, guys. (laughs) Anyways, she says, I was in labor less than seven hours and pushed for four minutes this time. Quickie, a little little quick baby. (laughs) Thank you for making your courses. Education is essential for success. And I know that this has helped us both times. Oh, what a testament. Love it. Thank you so much for sending these. If you want to have an even better birth, just like this mama, head on over to mommylabornurse.com slash courses to learn more about our three online on-demand birth classes. So what would you say our listeners should know and kind of take away from this episode? Because sometimes when I feel like we talk about these subjects that are really heavy, It's like we're on this line of like, I don't want to scare people. This stuff is scary and I don't want to scare people, but I also want to educate people about this. Yeah, that is so important. Um, You know, we don't want people to be frightened about their pregnancy experience. We just want them to be informed and we want those around them to be informed. And we know that expecting and postpartum women uh, need to know that it's important to talk to their healthcare provider about anything that doesn't feel right. Right. And we want to really facilitate that opportunity through the Hear Her campaign and also show through this research, you know, how much of a problem this really is. And so during pregnancy, we really need to make sure that there's a discussion of health history mm-hmm. with your provider and the care team and to plan for managing any potential problems that may arise, you know, based on these risk factors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then after pregnancy, you know, everyone's really excited about a new baby and that yeah. baby needs a lot of intention and care, but it's important to make sure that Mothers remain aware of their own body and that they take care of themselves. Yeah. You know, it's normal to feel tired and have some pain. But remember, the urgent maternal warning signs 
may indicate a bigger problem. And we need to be aware of those symptoms that could be signs of something that's more serious. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this whole episode, I'm thinking about the four Kira uh, for moms campaign. I'm not sure if you're familiar with with them and what they do. I'm sure you you were, but yeah, I'm thinking of her and I had her husband on a previous episode and it just, yeah, it's stories like that. This is why, you know, this kind of stuff is happening and you guys are doing, you know, the research and trying to educate people because it's so unfortunate that she passed away in the way that she did. Yes. And, you know, we're trying to make sure that everyone can support pregnant and postpartum women mm-hmm. in getting the care that they need. Yeah, absolutely. And they're not alone in this. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Barfield, for coming on the podcast today. If our listeners want to kind of learn more about the Hear Her campaign and just about the data in general, can you kind of tell them where they can go? Yes. So they can go to cdc.gov, G-O-V forward slash hear her. Got it for more information. Yes. Love it. We will link that also in the show notes page for people to check out. If you want to learn a little bit more, well, Dr. Barfield, thank you so much. It was a pleasure and such a needed episode. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Now, wasn't that such an informative episode? A lot of people don't realize that a lot of this kind of stuff is happening kind of behind the scenes, you know, and I'm excited to share the Hear Her campaign and just share this kind of stuff because sometimes I think people get really discouraged, but it's like, no, this is proof of like, we're trying to make things better. So lovely episode. Well, next week on the Mommy Luminous Podcast, I'm going to be doing a little solo episode for you guys. And we're going to be talking about acid reflux in pregnancy. Hmm. I haven't recorded it yet, but hmm. How should I make this extra fun? I don't know why I get the, the, I don't know why I like get this urge that I want to make acid reflux really fun, but acid reflux kind of sucks. So I'm like, how can I make this better? But tune in next week. See you guys there. Same time, same place. Already feeling a little more confident about pregnancy, birth and newborn life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can continue to erase the unknowns and never miss an episode. And if you're looking for even more, Instagram is definitely where I hang out the most. Come join our community of more than a half a million moms for birth education, tips, and solidarity. You can find me at mommy.labornurse. Check out today's show notes and a searchable library of every Mommy Labor Nurse podcast episode at mommylabornurse.com slash podcast. And while you're there, be sure to head to the blog to learn about our online birth classes too. See you next week. And remember, you can have an even better birth no matter how you deliver.